0: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Another side. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Johnson, now let's
1: get it in. to B, let's go. I got it. All right, let me get it. Another side
3: all right all right ladies and gentlemen episode two of another side pod man we are overwhelmed by the reaction to episode one thank you so much everyone who's listened subscribed reviewed all that good stuff thank you so much we, we really mean it
4: it was super super dope to i don't know just to hear our podcast uh, amongst the other ones because i i'm a podcast listener and it to me it sounded just like in the echelon of all the podcasts that I listened to, like the audio value was good, the content was good, the um the guest that we had on, the very special guest, the very special, special guest we had, uh Miss Norrell um was awesome and my man Lucas that brought us all by surprise, you know with his submission his song i think um everything went so well and uh, we might as well give it a shot for another one huh
3: absolutely um yeah it, it's 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 mind blowing cuz i'm the same as you CJ like i listen to a lot of podcasts my wife's always saying to me she's like do you, do you ever do you ever have silence she's like can you ever be in silence <laughs> um i was actually i was like actually no like i can't if i'm not listening to music i'm listening to a podcast or I'm playing music or whatever. Um, there isn't really a time like it's not. It's not like I hate silence, but I'd much rather hear something. But anyway, um, yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts and t- exactly like you say to see our artwork up there amongst the other artworks that I've seen again and again and again on my podcast app. Um, shout out Jason Thompson by the way on the artwork. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, it was so surreal to see ours up there as well and to see it all there. So very cool. Um, yeah a humbling experience but kind of cool to listen to our own thing and to see Lucas as well just what he's doing at his age Um, it's great it's really great to see and it's really important for us to see kind of that new breed and that new generation coming through and yeah it's it's so awesome it's so awesome that the past year and the pandemic and lockdown has had an effect on so many things but so many young people are rising up and they've used that time and they've Come out of it is to be super cheesy, but it's like in the chrysalis, isn't it? Waiting and then all these butterflies (laughs) coming out, man. Um, so yeah, it's great. I absolutely love seeing it. But man, how's your week been? What you been up to?
4: Oh man, so we're celebrating. So here at the uh, Another Side podcast, we celebrate the uh, the artists that are willing to take a chance on themselves, and this week in particular, uh, my EP. My debut EP has been released on Apple Music and Amazon Music and all streaming platforms today. Da-da-da-da! Applause. We have fireworks going off. We have a big parade coming down the street later on. Uh, Not really, but in my mind it (laughs) is. Um, I have released my EP. Uh, That's what the latest has been. Um, It has been a long, long road. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and releasing music and, um, you know, doing it all yourself, you know, like we talked about and always will talk about, you know, doing it yourself. It calls for a lot of attention, it calls for a lot of time and detail. Um, you have to want to do it for real. And it kind of takes a little guts to, you know, to to expose yourself in that manner. Mm. You know, that, that this is... This is your vision. This is something that you've been working on and working at for a very long time. And then it's a it, it's a, a debut of myself in this manner, in this magnitude. So, you know, I've produced or co-produced some records and and with uh, artists, but not in the forefront. Like, my actual name is on, like, if you type in my name, the... <laughs> The 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 EP will come up, you know, I haven't been a, a attached to anything like this before, so it, it kind of takes a little bit, you know, a little bit of gall to, to say, you know what, I'm willing to expose myself, mm. you know, I'm willing to put myself out there, I'm willing to, you know, just give it a shot and believe in myself, I'm believing in myself as a producer, as a composer, as a uh, independent artist overall, and um, it's been a long journey. It's been a very, very long journey. And so far, you know, it's only been, it's been about 12 hours and 57 minutes since the album has been released. And um, I can't wait to hear the feedback on that. Uh, Hopefully I can uh, interview myself on the Another Side podcast this is it man this
3: is it you you understand so well from all these different points of view you're doing it yourself at the moment you're hearing everyone else talking about it and the guests that we're having on and as well as the up-and-coming artists and hearing their journey and you're doing this at the same time and ladies and gentlemen I am genuinely not saying this because he's sitting in front of me um over over zoom over a call but um honestly that you've got to you've got to check this out um this piece of work from cj is incredible um he sent it to he sent me a private soundcloud link a while ago and a lot of the time we'll get friends that send us things and you're supportive and you're nice and you're sort of regardless like you might, you might be sometimes you might be brutally honest and you might say things like you know actually this this and this but i was listening to it and i was just absolutely loving it um Whether you're a musician that appreciates kind of that deeper music groove, all those kind of things. Or if you like songs and you like tunes and you like hearing hooks, it's all in there. Um, I know I sound like an advert for for CJ's music (laughs) right now, but honestly, I was genuinely blown away, bro. It was awesome. Such a good album. Absolutely loved it. Um, I was feeling good listening to it. So I think ain't nothing to it but to do it let's play a track, let's play a track. This was this was oh. unplanned, but CJ, do you want to intro a track that you'd like to play?
4: Sure, I, I'll intro the, um, uh, first of all, it's called Front Hill Volume One. Um, I had the pleasure of working with so many great friends of mine, some uh, new friends, some intro friends, um, and some guys that I've been working with for a very, very long time. This particular song is called Some Love, it features Hamilton Harden. It features the B-Wagon, which is uh, the guys that I work with on the uh, the Bible of Love Snoop Dogg album, the gospel album. Uh, Bennett Paysinger and Mike Burrell and also B.J. Kemp, who also played bass on the song. He mixed the entire record and also was the co-producer on the record as well. Mm-hmm. And so we'll, ha- we'll, we'll just listen to uh, Some Love. I didn't want to give you guys too much, you know, I just gave you a little snippet of this song. Um, It started, you know, just me being in my garage and really, really attempting to get this music off of my chest, you know, like actually like calling my guys and saying, hey, I actually want to put out music. I want to do it for myself. Can you help me? And that brings me to a point, you know, we all need help. We we all will need help at some point. Um, we can do it ourselves, um, and I'm sure it'll be good. The value of it will be great. But to get the help of others and feedback of others and also, like, that just professional side, like, I can try and play keyboards, you know, but it just won't feel the same. F-E-E-L. It won't feel the same as if, you know, I played it, or if Michael Burrell would play it, or Bennett Pacinger would play it. And uh Hamilton Harden uh I, I I actually think we should have him on the show as well. He is an incredible talent. Um he sings everything on his albums, he plays everything on, on his albums. And when I say play, I mean every instrument. I'm
3: sold. Let's get Drums, him
4: on. bass, guitar, like you know, everything. But um he's such a unique artists you know it's hard to kind of get in touch with them and once once i cast my net and 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 d him on uh instagram he hit me back and i was like whoa this is crazy like do you mind if i get on, on a let's get on a call i want to talk to you about a couple of things that i have coming up and it was just instant the chemistry was instant i sang uh, i sang him an idea over the phone he sent me back that um masterpiece of of vocals and and that that the way that he approaches songs is very very different and I just you know I really really loved it um also on the album is my wife Norel she has a song on there it's called story um I mean just a slew of other people uh that I really really enjoy working with and uh I highly recommend that you pick that up not just because it's mine but just because it's some it's some very very inspirational music it's some very very um it's vision based music you know it came with some intent and i hope that everybody kind of is able to see and hear that uh from from the album
3: yeah man absolutely and i think the whole thing of reaching out and collaborating and being a community essentially that's what being a musician is about isn't it it's when that person says, hey, do you fancy jumping on this? And it's like, you know what, actually, I've got time. Let's do it. Let's get on that. And there's so many times that people don't reach out and don't send that message or whatever it is, because they feel like either there's gonna be no response or whatever it may be. And I'm such a big believer of reaching out to people and just seeing what happens. Um, I always encourage people to do it. Young musicians, um, just reach out, get in touch with someone. But not in the sense of like spamming and just copy and paste message. Like actually say that, like, <laughs> hey, I like your stuff. I like what you're doing. Um, This track was really cool. Whatever it may be, like actually show some love because we all love hearing it, don't we? When you get one of those messages, like a DM or whatever, like, hey, I loved what you did on this or whatever it might be. It feels great and it feels amazing. Um, And I would love our listeners to do that. I'd love our listeners to DM someone they admire, someone they like, someone that they, want, they aspire to be potentially, not necessarily always in the music world, but whatever your, your field is or what you want to get into. And we'd love to hear some of the stories. If you're, if you're touching base with people and you're, you're getting in touch with your heroes or just people you aspire to be similar to in the future, whatever it might be, j- just do it, just do it. The worst that can happen is there's no reply or they leave you unseen or whatever. But then you've done it. The best that can happen you get a response and I think you'd be surprised. Um I'm not necessarily talking about, I don't know, DMing Tom Cruise. I don't even know if Tom Cruise has got Insta, <laughs> but let's just say like the mega, mega, mega stars. Maybe a, a little bit different. They probably get thousands of DMs a day. But with other people, you'd be surprised. Um just reach out. It's nice. It's nice to get those messages. I'm sure you get them as well, CJ. And it's just it's lovely um, in the DM to get a message and occasionally there's one that comes in it's just like oh that's so nice like i want to reply to that that's like a lovely thing to say or whatever it might be so yeah it's cool and the thing is like everyone's got an ego haven't they to some extent it might be a small humble ego it might be a bigger ego whatever it might be we all have an ego to some extent and someone saying they're enjoying what you're doing is always going to feel good no matter how, how much you've done no matter who you are no matter what you do it's always a good feeling and positivity comes around. So those people, like you're saying with the album, recording, doing things and bouncing ideas back and forth. And then when they get a project in the future, hey, do you want to jump on this? And it's just that community feel of being a musician, which almost has been enhanced over the last two years because we've all been in our pot and in our shell and in our place. And it's like reaching out has actually in some weird ways been more accessible because it's like hey the world's in the same position for once we're all on a level playing field it's not like oh that person's out for six months on that tour or oh that person's doing this for this time it's like no we're all at home <laughs> everyone we know is pretty much at home we're in one place so the and don't want to bang on too much about the pandemic in this podcast but I think it's good I think it's been a bit good positive thing and I'm actually really excited to see where things are going in the next few months and it's been amazing to see festivals come back in the UK on it. It makes me so happy to see people back out doing things. Um, It's just, it's amazing. I know in the States, you guys have been open for a little bit longer than us, but things are back now, but it's, it's good here. It's, it's looking good and it's just so lovely to see music back.
4: That's, that's, that's a great point. An amazing point. And I can just say, um, it's not going to slow down you know, like, like you said, it's not a pandemic podcast. (laughs) But it is something that affects all of us. And it it has affected all of us. And it's continuing to affect all of us in good and bad ways, you know. Um, But enough about all that good stuff. (laughs) Good and bad stuff. What's been up with you, bro? Oh,
3: man. Um, You know, there's there's a phrase here in the UK, I imagine it's probably a worldwide phrase, but I mean, it's, it's super applicable to the UK. Um, when it rains it pours and also like <laughs> you wait you wait for buses and then two come across at once um two come along at once um i'm sure there are phrases in the states as well but it's like, like uh, any musician listening to this is going to know exactly what i'm about to say but you have these times um when work is quiet and you're just like hmm i wonder when the next bit of work's coming in Then you have times when work is far 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 too busy But all is in your mind is you're thinking about i remember when it was quiet and this is what i wanted so i've asked for this and i've asked for it to be like this so yeah things are a little bit manic um a friend of mine has very kindly asked me to cover some shows for him he works for a really cool artist here in the uk um so that's really cool so i'm getting um learning a lot of songs um at the moment which is great and they're all really good fun to play which is which is awesome um but also um i'm working with a new artist and programming up a lot for her live show uh, getting ready for rehearsals next week um so that's really cool as well but it's just it's doing so much so much is happening all at once and yeah it's a lot of work but i'm absolutely loving it and i love i absolutely love working with new artists it's absolutely incredible i love seeing those early formative stages where things are happening and yeah just those steps and seeing things happening so yeah i'm really enjoying it but a lot of hours spent in my studio but i'm not complaining i'm not complaining it's all good
4: beautiful man like the starting with artists and you know i'll just as long as we hear we might as well talk right oh yeah speaking of artists you know starting with an artist from the beginning and this is like some super news and it's, it's great for everyone uh rihanna was just named in Forbes as a billionaire it's like 1.7 whatever you know net worth and I worked with Rihanna when she first started as an artist I mean like um like sharing rooms not not me sharing a room with Rihanna but you know like the band and crew and everybody Mm -hmm. sharing rooms and the rehearsal process was like she was there before we were, you know, working out the dance steps, and we were all sit on the couch and talk about, you know, sports, and you know, I remember um, one instance, Eric Smith, uh, that was on bass. Um, me, that's that's like my best friend. So you know, we would always hang. You know, uh, we take a break. All right, cool. Me and Eric will go to the liquor store or go to the restaurant up the street and grab some food or whatever. So I remember one instance she she asked, she said, where are you guys going? You know, I was like, oh, we're just going to grab some food. She was like, can I come? You know, so Rihanna, myself, and Eric Smith are rolling down Hollywood Way in Burbank to a restaurant, it's, it's a very formal restaurant called uh, Porto's, Cuban place. I know it. I recommend, this is not an ad. <laughs> It's not an ad for Portos, but very, very good place. I mean, amazing food. Oh man, those, standing... those
3: meatballs from there are just incredible, bro, aren't they?
4: Bro, I, I might take a trip to Burbank soon. <laughs> and the last, the last time I rode by there it was a line all the way down the street. But, yeah. but anyway, um, you know, we were standing in line, myself, Eric Smith, and Rihanna, and nobody knew who she was. Mad. Nobody knew who she was. Nobody was turning toward her to say, oh, my God. It was right after Ponda Replay came out. Right. So it was right before uh, Umbrella.
3: Right. So she must have been really young as well at the time.
4: Yes. Yes. She's very, very young. I can't remember the age. It was 2006, I believe. Wow. But um, well, yeah. Uh, right after Ponda Replay, we were actually rehearsing Umbrella, you know, on that run getting ready for ready for some festival runs and opening up for different artists and stuff like that. But we were just in line, getting our food, got our food, got back in the car, went back to, uh, you know, to the uh, rehearsal studio. You know, fast forward to 2021, now she's a billionaire. Amazing. You know what I mean? So that journey and that that ability to be able to see artists of that magnitude grow is, is, is something very special and it's something that listeners I know don't really get a chance to do. I mean, you see mm. it outside looking in on, you know, social media or in the news or in the tabloids or whatever. But to actually see the work ethic of an artist, you know, from start to present is something really, really special. Mm. And I would say to you, you know, working with this artist that is, you know, very, very new. You know, it's okay, I feel like, to share some of those little nuggets mm. and some of those gems, you know, with them, you know, some of the things that they are going to experience, some of the things that they're gonna encounter, because I've sat behind so many brand new artists and seasonal artists, but you don't skip any steps. Mm. You know, and by that mean that by by that I mean um you're gonna go through those things. You're gonna go through those terrible inner mixes you're gonna go Mm -hmm. through those people that are yes men Mm. you're gonna go through the times where people are not gonna tell you the truth Mm. you know I was always some some for some reason I have no idea why but you know artists usually would ask me questions about you know certain things in the shows and 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 they trust me with certain things and be like Mm. I know you'll tell me the truth Mm. you know I know you I know you'll Tell me the truth. I know you'll be straight up with me. I know you'll keep it one hundred, and I, I think it's very important for those artists um, to know that they have people on their side that will tell them the truth. Not just not in a mean way, not mm. not to embarrass you, not to make you feel bad, but actually looking out for your best interest. You know, and that's I I feel like that's very important.
3: Yeah, I had this exact conversation with a friend actually yesterday. We were talking about exactly this, and. As, as humans, we don't always need to have yes. There is times where it's important to hear no. And just to bounce off your point, it's not no in the sense of no in an aggressive manner or no in a putting down or anything like that. It's no in a, hang on, how do we make this better? How can we improve this? How can we get better? And we all hear no, don't we? We all hear no throughout the day. There's always times we're going to hear no. I have a four-year-old in my household. I hear no more often than I hear yes. Happens all the time. So, it's just, it's important for development, for getting better, for striving, for moving forwards, as long as we've got it here, no. And I agree with you, CJ. It's really great with artists early on to kind of get in with that groundwork of like, it's gonna be a lot of people around you saying yes, but trust those people, trust those people that give a bit of advice and say, hang on, look, let's jump on this. Let's, let's have a look at this. Let's see if we can get this a little bit better. It would be important. So yeah, that's really cool, man. It's, I mean, does it get any bigger than Rihanna? We're hearing stories about Rihanna on ASP right now. Amazing.
4: <laughs> you know what? I think that, um, that uh, non-disclosure agreement is up by now. So <laughs> I I have a little bit to, um, to dispose uh, nothing too crazy or serious. You know what I mean? Just, you know, some nice stories and, and some things that'll help us out. Mm. You know, we, we experience these things, not for ourselves, you know, but to help people, you know, mm. to help, other people into to actually you know kind of give a different perspective on some things you know another mm. side yeah absolutely. Me? <laughs> absolutely
3: man and I mean something that was really scary is when you're talking about 2006 like obviously I can remember that really well as well some of these listeners that are listening to us right now may have been born in 2006 <laughs> oh, isn't right. that crazy 15 years and that's we, we, we were out there gigging and doing stuff 15 years ago and it's crazy to think that Some people were being born who are now playing on stage themselves now. And it's just, it's just surreal to think that I know I don't want to go too deep again, but like with time and things like that, like 2006 was 15 years ago. All those songs that I still think are like modern and the artists that I think are modern to a like teenager now, it'd be like, oh, that's an old artist. And it's like, oh damn, maybe it is now. it's, It's so weird to think of how that works
4: scary it is. it's scary it's very scary and i'm afraid for my kids as well mm. i'm afraid for them because I, I i'm afraid that they won't get a chance to get the 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 actual true and real you know what i mean like i try and steal it in them i try and keep it real with them i try and you know keep them kind of on the narrow you know as as far as the thinking is concerned but you know they're they're highly influenced you know mm. children are so highly influenced by so many things and like I'm an old guy now, you know. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm an old guy, no, you man. know. So it's it's you, you like don't you don't look know, it, so
3: that's all that matters.
4: Oh, you, you're far too kind. Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> you know, but my perspective is different from theirs. You right. know, so just just trying to keep that balance between the two is is such a task. And you know, we we absolutely have um, the opportunity to just have, you know, the the old. A little bit of the old and, you know, our, our parents old with a little bit of the new. And now we're moving into a whole new age, man. This world is turned upside down, far like light years away from what we grew up on. Like I'm talking about 80s. I mean, it's so different. It's so different, you know, and, and even in artistry, mm. you know, music. Music is kind of like the only thing that will kind of stay um, a little consistent, or a little, you know, the where it'll be, it'll be able to, you'll be able to get away with it, you know what I mean? But uh, music, it, it always comes back around to the real. Mm. I'll, I'll always say that, you know, the hip hop community is always growing, is vastly growing. There's different pockets of that hip hop community. There's different pockets of R and B, R and B soul, neo soul. It's like all of that stuff, but somehow, some way, it comes back to the real you know that it comes back to the real and the circle of music always takes precedent over everything else so Mm. you know that's our that's our prayer that's our our hope for all the new and independent artists that you would just you know take a little bit of the old and recognize where the origin of all of this stuff comes from you know it don't just come out the clear blue Mm. you know what i mean no totally you know yeah yeah
3: absolutely man um to that point uh Can we introduce um, our guest for today? Um, I'll let you do the introduction, CJ.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, on another side podcast, we have another good friend, brother, comrade in the industry. His name is Joseph Burrell Jr., but we know him as Lonnie Burrell. Lonnie Burrell, everybody.
2: Thank you, Chris. Thank you for having me, man. This is amazing. Awesome,
4: And Lonnie, this is Sandy, my co host, Sandy Bills. He's in the UK right now. What's up, Sandy?
3: What's up, man? Great to meet you.
4: And where are you at? Where are you at right now, bro? Man, I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh,
2: I'm working on a duet, man, that I never imagined even happening. You know, uh, the young generation, Jimmy Allen, who's, uh, man, he is steamrolling the country music side. And, and um, you know, we just never expected to be working with him. And he's a huge fan of K C, man. And he called me. And I've been working on this project for a couple of weeks now. And he's like, Man, I really wanna do this, you know, duet with K C and I'm like, man, let's make it happen, you know. And so we here, man. <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah.
2: I told I I told him, I said, Man, I don't care what where we at in this song, I gotta I gotta be a part of this episode over here. So
3: Oh, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. And we're we're always talking, we talk a lot about collaboration and musicians, the need to collaborate over the last year, especially. Um, And that's kind of a perfect example, isn't it? When people reach out and say, hey, I want to jump on this track. And then it happens. And then you'd be surprised, right? You'd be surprised the amount of people that are hesitant to reach out, but it's so important.
2: Absolutely, it's important, man. Some, so much of my career is just from reaching out, you know, and and really creating whatever's in my head. Like I've, Chris would tell you, I've called him many a time, say, "Man, I got another idea, Chris." You know, I sing it to him, and we just we really create something from nothing. We put our heads together, and, and if it's an idea, then let's bring it to life. You know,
4: for sure. Sandy, I know him. I've been knowing I've been knowing Lonnie for the better part of my entire life. Like our families are uh, used to fellowship together at churches, and we know each other. All his sisters and all my brothers, and you know, we all know each other. And Lonnie actually started playing drums. You know, he's always been able to sing. But he's also a drummer as well. But uh, Lonnie, those that those of you that don't know you, let's uh, talk a little bit of history about where it all started from you like outside of the church.
2: Well, um you know that's crazy cuz Chris, you know, a lot of times I don't a lot of people don't know I play drums or I used to and it plays a big part in my production now me as a producer how I my syncopations and things like that. Um of course, it, you know, it started in church and you know, you know, met you and we both first Playing, you know, you would allow me to play on your black drum set, man. You know, <laughs> we were young, but I, those years, I was running from singing. You know, I was running from singing. I was running from whatever had to do with getting all the attention. And uh, I'll never forget while I was playing drums, uh, I was playing as a teenager. That's how I would get my Jordans, take my girlfriends to the movies and stuff like that. Uh, I, would, I would play at church, I would play the drums, and I was running from singing. And I'll never forget, there was an afternoon service, the church I was playing for, they visited another church. And when I get there with my snare and my stick bag in my hand, the pastor sends a message to me, a messenger. It says, says, uh, Pastor, I want to know if you would let the drummer for this church play for our choir today, and, uh, and you sing. You lead us, because our lead singer isn't going to make it. So I looked and I said, with my rayon shirt, you know, with my slack,
4: <laughs> with
2: my stick bag, I said, you tell the pastor, he don't pay me to sing. I don't sing. Just cause he know I can sing on me, he could pull me off the drum. I would be playing the, the drums, what I came in for, you know? And cut to Wednesday night Bible study from that Sunday afternoon. I get to Wednesday night Bible study, and there's another drummer on the drum. Sandy, there's another drummer (laughs) on the drum. I've I've seen my girlfriend in the church, I said, what's going on? Pastor sends a message to me again and say, "Uh, Pastor wants you to know you are suspended indefinitely. I said, what? For what, what did I do? They said disobedience. Because I didn't (laughs) sing? Because I didn't sing.
4: Sounds just like the church.
2: He saw something in me uh, years before I did, you know, because eventually I ended up putting the sticks down and saying I'm going to sing anyway, you know? But those are stories that uh, I'll never forget that help you uh, find yourself, you know? And uh, you can look back and say, wow, you never know what people see when they see you. Mm. And so, uh, you know, but that was the beginning of a lot of things where, you know, my first tour was with John P. Key, which I'm in Charlotte now. Uh, which was my first the first place I moved to out of Los Angeles. I, I came here to Charlotte with John P. Key for three years. I traveled with him and then um then I went secular. I went back home to California and uh Teddy Riley from uh Guy, you know, they were on tour, Teddy Riley and Guy. And uh Romeo Johnson, a huge vocal coach, uh, he took me under his wing and um I toured for years with them and then I went From touring with them to touring with Jodeci and, uh, you know, Monica, uh, Ruben Stutter, Destiny's Child. And it it got to a place where I was touring with so many people singing backgrounds. They were starting to feature me as a background singer. You know, some artists go do dress changes and things like that. um, They would leave the stage to the background singers. and, And I was always one that had solos and things like that to where their fan bases would, want to take pictures with me and meet me after the show. And they would say, Lonnie, when is your stuff coming? When are are you? You were amazing. And I was like, wow, I never saw that. Okay, well, I was always one to say, well, let me give the people what they see. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I never was like, me, me, me. I'm this guy. I'm this artist. I'm hot. I know this. I know that. I just always would get in where I fit in. But I wanted to be great wherever I was, you know. And so a lot of people didn't know I was, when I was going home, I had met Tank while I was on tour with John P. Key. And Tank told me, he said, man, when you come, if you ever move back to L.A., call me, because he was moving to L.A. And he said, man, I'll be at the studio all the time. I took him up on that. I took Tank up on that. And he was a real one. He answered the phone and he gave me the address to where he was always, to the studio, whether we were writing at his house. And it became this thing where as I was going on the road, singing for all of these people, I was leaving with CDs. This is back when we had CDs and the little jacket, the little paper jacket. You remember oh, that, wow. you yeah. know? And I would have about ten of these, you know, with, with Tank's vocals on them, and we just would be writing, man. So I never forget uh, Ty Hunter. Shout out to Ty Hunter, who was uh, Tina, Tina Lawson's uh, assistant back uh, when Destiny's Child was on the road and. I'll never forget him asking me, Lonnie, can I just get one of those CDs, man? I really like your music because I would be, you know, playing it on a tour bus and different things like that. And so I gave him a CD. I walk in Destiny's Child's dressing room maybe two weeks later and they're like, oh, my God, I I love this song. And I heard this song and I heard that. I'm like, what? Ty, you playing my stuff in here while he's dressing the girls? And so that turns into me working in the studio with Kelly and Beyoncé and Michelle, you know, um and just the just the story of my life, man. I uh it became a thing of I would go from the studio back to tour. Studio back to tour, and it was like I was selling drugs, but the drugs was my music, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And um after a while I ended up having slow down from touring just a bit because I had to you know I, I became Lonnie Burrell the artist I became Lonnie Burrell the producer the, the you know the songwriter the Lonnie Burrell the a and and so now I go out sometimes with certain artists to have fun and and I'll never forget just you know getting to travel with Chris Brown for for about five years um touring with him but that was after I had Developed his voice and vocal production for years, and, and um, you know we really developed a bond as brothers. And and he one day in the studio he said, Lonnie, man, you, I know you've been home, you've slowed down a bit. I know, you know, because I was out with Tank for for years, and Tank said, Lonnie, you got to fly. So I was I was away from the road for some years and writing with Chris Brown and different artists. And Chris said, Lonnie, you got to come back on the road. Why don't you just come with me, man? You know, I'm like, really. And so that just was a whole nother thing because he didn't give me no rehearsals. <laughs> he said, Lonnie, you know all this stuff, man. You've been rocking with me for years. So I, I ended up getting on stage with him and we started touring for three to five years, man, and just having a ball. You know, I, I don't know what part of the music game I love the most, whether it be performing live or in the studio mm-hmm. or just wherever we are, man. I just, you know, there's so many my life has been a movie. It's been a blessing. Uh, You know, even to do the Bible of love with Snoop and be able to come back and call my brothers, Chris and, and, and Bennett and Michael. And, you know, we, we known each other all our lives, done a lot of live work together, but to actually do some documented work, some commercial release work that, that went number one and had so much success, you know, I had never really truly, come back and give them back to the gospel, they would call me somewhat rebellious because I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music growing up in my home. So it's amazing that I've written all of these secular songs, right? (laughs) And so, you know, um, the Bible of Love is is definitely a staple in the catalog that I hold dear because, you know, only what you do for Christ, man, um, it lasts the longest. So I'm excited to keep going. Uh, I don't know what God has next, man, and I, I'm just here to be of service and to continue to have fun and, and deliver at high levels. You know.
3: Wow, man! I I could listen to you speak all day, man. That is inspirational to hear your story. Um, so much I want to ask you from that, but I mean, part of what really shines through there is people seeing things like in you throughout that journey and throughout the way. People yeah. seeing things in you and. You never forget those people, do you? And it could be something small, some small comment at some point that someone makes can actually be really life changing and can really put you on a different. Imagine if they they had let you play drums that day and they hadn't they hadn't pushed you to the front. Your path would have been different. There's almost there's not really two ways about it. And that one person seeing something in you that you maybe hadn't even noticed that they had seen. Um, yeah, I man. think it's amazing and you will never forget that. And I think this is an eye-opener for artists, producers, musicians. No matter what you're doing, you've got no idea whose eyes and ears are on you. And you've got no idea where the people in the room with you right there, where they will go, what they will become, what they will be, what they maybe already are. We've all been yeah, in those situations man. where you do something, you do a session, you do a rehearsal, you do whatever. And then later on, you go home and someone texts you, maybe someone else in the band or whatever it is, and said... Do you know who that was? Do you know who that was on whatever BVs or guitar or vocals or whatever, like whatever it might be? Um, You're like, oh, damn, I didn't even know that was that person. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I prepped. I'm glad I was ready for that. I'm glad I showed up. You know what's
2: crazy? Like there is so much YouTube footage of every artist that I've sung background for. Like the the stuff is out there, you know, it's a... uh, Oftentimes, you know, a lot of fans post things and I catch it, and I'm like, oh man, let me rip that. I, you know, but it it's so much, so much fun that I've had, and I'm, uh, I'm just elated, you know, uh to be in great company and uh to continuously be called by legends, legends of the game, you know. Um even you know, just Jamie Foxx being a client of mine for, you know, 20 years now,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
2: he's kept me in place as a songwriter as his musical director as his you know producer and and i'm just to to be able to to still do this at a high level i'm just i'm humbled i'm i'm humbled i'm grateful and and i just know i don't know at all i'm always here to learn you know and so i i'm just i'm a servant i'm an humble servant and uh I'm here to i'm I'm like a chef in the in the kitchen when it comes to the music just tell me what you want and what you want to eat i'm gonna cook it up man we're gonna figure it out <laughs> yeah.
4: okay i know you're i know you're a humble servant bro we we get that we 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 know we know we got you we got you so the listeners that don't know who you are um we were able to you spoke about it a little bit about the um bible of love project um produced and uh, co-produced by you and Snoop Dogg. Um, let's talk about how that came about and the, the elite personnel and artists that was a part of that project as well, that you actually switched your hat again. You not only uh, was in the music and performing live, and then you moved to the studio and writing, and now this hat, um, the A&R hat you put on, to uh, help this project come into fruition?
2: Man, you know what's crazy about how the Bible of Love started? I actually thought that I was just going to be writing two or three songs and going on my way like I do, you know, a lot of projects. You know, you hear, they want you to come write, okay, great. Hopefully I get one. If I can get two or three, that's amazing, right? So me and Snoop ran into each other. I, of course, I was with a uh, I was with Jamie and Beach Shazam, and Snoop was a, a special guest. And I had just reached out to Snoop maybe two weeks prior because he was working on another album that I was, you know, submitting for. And so I, this was my first time seeing him. I said, man, I, I missed that new album. You know, I, I wanted to be on there. He said, because you can't miss the next one. And I said, oh, really? He said, I'm doing a gospel album. And I was like, okay. He said, Yeah, come by the studio so I can put you up on game, let you hear the vibe. I said, okay, cool. Let me know when you're there. He said, I'll be there Tuesday. I pull up. He plays me some songs. I'm like, okay. Had one, I have my, my partner Griff with me. So he gave me two beats and he said, uh, let me see what you can do to this. So I just wrote, wrote to those two songs. Then he said, All right. Come back tomorrow. I think I want a live element from you. Like live element. So I get in the car and I start calling, I call Bennett. Say, Bennett, might need you to come down to Snoop's, man. Got a gospel project. He said, what? Snoop going go? Yeah, man, we need to call Chris. I need to call Michael. You know, we can to call the fellas. He said, all right, well, let me come down there and see what you talking about. So Bennett comes the next day. We knock out, like, five ideas on the piano, just me and Benny. You know, I'm singing on my on my voice note on my phone. Before I know it, Chris is at the studio, Mike is at the studio, Battle Cat is at the studio, and we, we're bringing these ideas to life. And Snoop immediately falls in. Like, the music he's hearing is like what he was praying for, you know? And so he starts... Saying, cuz I see this person on this song. I hear this on this song. He starts putting his vocals on songs. And before you know it, I'm like, well, I hear this person on this song. And I hear this person. And he like, well, I hear this person. Then he sat down with me. He said, Hey, cuz, this me and your album. <laughs> I said, straight well, up. For real? He said, mm-hmm, You Jimmy Ivey cuz I seen you before. I know how to use you. You Dr. Dre. He said, "See, people don't want to give you a credit." He said, "For a long time, you've been anr, you've been writing. People been using you the wrong way. They don't want to give you credit. I'm gonna give you all your credit." Wow. And lo and behold, he gave me all the credit nobody ever gave me on the project, and that started something new that I can't come beneath the bar. You know.
3: That's so, so special, man. That's um, amazing.
2: He he definitely uplifted me to a place that people respected, and um, and it's carrying on in, in the most amazing way. Yeah, yeah man! Shout out to you.
3: That's incredible. I mean, I don't know if you, I don't know if you feel the same. I don't know if you get this, but I think along the way musically, you meet so many people and you meet so many household names and so many massive stars in in the greatest way possible. It sort of becomes normal, doesn't it? It's like, oh, that's that person, that's that person. And then occasionally you catch yourself. You'll be in in a studio or you'll be in a rehearsal room or you'll be backstage at some event or whatever it may be. And you've been working with this person or you've been doing whatever or just hanging out. And you catch yourself and you look to your side and you're like, I'm standing next to this person. So you must have had those moments with Snoop where you're just like in the studio and then occasionally you're just like, I'm here with Snoop Dogg. This is just (laughs) incredible and... 15 20 yeah, years man. ago if someone had said that to you oh you'll be in the studio and you'll be you'll be with Snoop and all these things it must it's good to look back isn't it and it's good to humble yourself and be like hang on I would have I would have just done anything for this opportunity back then so yeah. and here you are and you're doing it incredible
2: yes sir man I I I couldn't have written this story I couldn't have chosen this life um and I'm just I'm just living it
4: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lana, you the man, bro. Like, seriously. Um, I've seen, we talked about earlier, the growth. You know, I've seen it. I've seen you from the start. You know what I mean? It's a pleasure. It was a pleasure knowing you then and being introduced to you and the family then. It's definitely a pleasure right now, man. It's 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 great to see where you at. I mean, you, you're in the middle of a studio session and you're taking out your time to uh talk to us over here at another side podcast man we are so ever grateful uh we got to wrap up with you cuz i know you got to go um but we're going to bring some guys on uh th- what we do here is we we celebrate the independent artists and the artists that are that are trying to start up and we bring on artists and we play them some music and then we kind of give them a little feedback uh would you mind kind of sticking around and giving us a little feedback on on that song but before before we do that, give us give us a a, a sure one liner, or or something that you can inspire somebody or encourage somebody to, you know, do the best that they can as an artist. Like just a one liner, something real quick. We don't even have to uh, we don't have to draw it out. You just give me something that'll just I mean, like smack them in the face, like wake them up. Like hey, this line I'm about to tell you is about to wake you up. Get off your ass Let's do it
2: I would say In everything you do No matter what you do What field of work What industry Aim for excellence Do not do mediocre
4: Man that's good That's good What do you say Sandy? That's my one line
3: I could not agree more I could not agree more Um, Why would we not? Why would we ever sell ourselves short? Because that's all it is isn't it? If we don't aim for the biggest, we are just selling ourselves short. Um, Lonnie, just to echo what CJ said, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. Like genuinely, it means so much that people are taking the chance on us. We're just starting out as a pod. ASP is just beginning and Man. amazing people such as you are taking a chance on us. And honestly, we, we, we really appreciate it. It's humbling for us as well. So thank you, Lonnie.
4: Absolutely.
2: Um man, I have fun
4: with you guys today. Man. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Let's set the record straight the the time never wait for to
3: Guys, joining us on another side pod are very special up and coming guests for today. Um, they're from a UK band called Nothing at All, and I for one wish that this podcast was in video format because if you guys could see. The incredible mustache on Jack Flower. I would be so happy. Um, we, we always do a screenshot um, of the episodes and I can't wait for you guys to see this screenshot. Get on our <laughs> socials and check it because I am I, I'm loving it. I am absolutely loving it. He looks epic. Um James Jackman and Jack Flower from Nothing At All joining us. Guys, great to have you on the podcast. Thank you very much
1: for having, Thanks us. Very much uh, having us. Yeah. congratulations flower Uh, congratulations to you both for the inception of this podcast Uh, i listened to the first one uh, the other day when it came out wednesday and it's sounding great
3: oh thank you so much too kind man thank you so much um we only have lonnie for a short amount of time he's currently in the studio um in north carolina so First of all, we're going to talk to me and CJ a little bit more later on. Um, if you can quickly tell us something about the band, tell us about how you formed, what you guys are up to. We're going to play a track, going to get feedback from myself, CJ and Lonnie, and then we're going to let Lonnie get back to the studio um, and we'll continue the chat after that.
1: Sure. Jack, take oh, it away um, yeah, yeah. So um the, the band basically formed it was a bit of a weird one. Um I'll try and keep it short and sweet. Um essentially about a couple of years ago, I uploaded a video onto YouTube. Didn't didn't have any views for for a long time. Uh, and then all of a sudden it got put on the front page of YouTube. Um I think within a day I got like fifty thousand uh views. Um and then from there on I think a lot of people were asking me to uh create kind of a band out of this this video. Um so um I recruited James. Uh, we went online, um, found our singer, Jain, Um, and then from there on, that's pretty much uh, where we're at now. I mean, it was just all from this uh, from this YouTube video. Um, so, yeah, a bit of a weird one, but that's just how it, that's how it's gone.
3: Amazing. Something that we, we people, listeners of this podcast already are going to be really aware, um, put, like putting yourself out there and you uploading that thing is the only reason, isn't it? Why you're here in this situation right now. There could be other situations, other things that happen, but this exact situation you're in now is purely because of that bravery to upload and put that out there. And James, for you to respond to that as well um, is amazing. And this is how things are formed. Um, so can you introduce the track you're going to be playing for us today?
1: Yeah, the track is called uh, Right By You from our sophomore EP coming out uh, later this year, 1st of October.
4: Awesome. All right, here we go. Nothing at all. No! Guys. all right all right all right all right that's some great energy yeah I, first first thing i would say man is is kudos to you guys for even doing this kudos applause applause standing ovation and everything <laughs> um you know i'm i am a new kind of like in like new into the production and uh artistry game myself even though i've sat behind a bunch of artists, you know, and, and, you know, seen, you know, looked over the shoulders of people and, and, and kind of caught the gist of, of how this works. I am one to tell you first, there are no rules to whatever you're doing. Like if you have vision, you know, if you have vision and it's your vision, I believe that you should stick to that vision and, and, and give all of your, you know, everything that you have, you know, all of it. Lonnie said something earlier in the podcast about doing everything with excellence. And, um uh, mm. as long as you're doing that with excellence, um, there's not too much we can say. Like I'm, I'm kind of trying to find something to say other than, um, I am a vocal guy, you know, I'm a drummer by trade. Uh, but when it comes to, uh, music and artistry and I hear tracks, I love to hear the vocal, um I know this genre is very, very like uh Lonnie says very energetic, very high powered high octane um, but that vocal has to stand out, it has to be up front, it has to be where like you know there's no no no, no stern, no stone, excuse me, no stone left unturned when it comes to the vocal, however you can interpret however you want to interpret that. Um, having that vocal out there makes all the difference in the world. Um, I'm not sure if it was maybe the internet or whatever, but, um, even, even so, like in the, in the polishing and finishing process of the record making, making sure that that vocal is out front, uh, the execution sounds great. Uh, sonics sounds great. Uh, the drums as a drummer, uh, for this genre sounds amazing. Um, You guys are really, really on the right track, man. Mm.
3: Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Lonnie. What were your thoughts from listening?
2: No, like Chris really hit it on the head. I was the whole time. I wanted to not just hear the vocal, but I wanted to hear everything in its lane. And it seemed like some of them were crossing each other's lanes. Kind of. It was a little blurry, but it felt great. The melodies in there, everything just felt great. But it, it was just a matter of. Sometimes, like, I'll never forget, I watched Dr. Dre one time at uh, Encore when he was working up there. Uh, he spent like an hour on a snare. I'm like, what is he doing? You know, but by the time he was done and he brought it all together, how you could hear each instrument in its place. And then the vocal is right here and you can hear what's being said. Like I was just looking for the clarity. But but it felt good, man. It, it felt like a great art piece that you that you played there. Mm. You know, it just needed need some time spent on, on that sonic sound, you know.
3: Yeah. Thank very much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, amazing. Guys, it's it's so interesting to me that like this is a British band and it's like the most American sound, isn't it? It's that <laughs> it's that throwback, that American pie era, that early two thousands, which I love. I'm crazy into all that stuff. I'm wild for it. Like that's when I was kind of through my teenage years and stuff like amazing. And it sounds in, like, in in, like in the best possible way, it's that real kind of American pop punk kind of rock thing from that era. And it's just energy, isn't it? The main thing with the live show, when you guys translate this to a live show, it's got to have energy. It's got to have James, you over egging all those arms on the snare going bigger than you would normally go. And, everything just being big and high energy and full on and out there. And just like CJ said earlier on, staying true to what you are and 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 not feeling too much like you have to fit into, into anything and doing your thing. Because the great thing about this style of music is it's never going anywhere. It's not a fad. It's not a phase. People are always going to love this style of music and it's always going to be like, when times when people form memories and times where people go through different stages in life music like this will be there and it, it's we it, important to people so the great thing with you guys is you're in this kind of lane where it isn't going anywhere and it's still going to be there in the future and you guys just sound amazing like fantastic guitar playing as well at the end um really tight really is that you jack on guitar
1: yeah, yeah, yeah! Awesome. Thank yeah, you very much for
3: that. Yeah, really <laughs> nice, really crisp, um, really well executed as well. Clearly, obviously, a lot of technique there. Um, James as well, fantastic, absolute powerhouse on the kit. Um, it's really great to see young up and coming musicians, um, carrying this torch, carrying this torch from where it's been, um, previously and following on in in the footsteps of these amazing artists. And like I say, I'm a massive fan of this genre. This genre. Yeah, it holds a really special place in my heart. So to hear you guys absolutely killing this still um, is an absolute pleasure. It's awesome. Um, And we want to thank you guys for coming on the pod. We're going to talk to you guys a little bit more in a second. Um, But obviously, we're going to have to let Lonnie go because he is in the studio. Um, He's currently recording a lot of cool (laughs) stuff. Everyone, thank you so much. Lonnie, thank you so much for joining us um, on the ASP. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank
2: you for having me, man. CJ, let's talk soon. We got some Absolutely. work to do.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: It's a uh, great meeting you, James and, and Jack. And you, absolute pleasure. I'm, I'm getting ready to go figure out how to get my mustache like that <laughs> for
3: my <laughs> next <Not> album. <laughs> all right, Sandy, I'll talk to you all soon, man. Thanks, Lonnie. Take care, man. Yes, sir yeah no guys that was amazing amazing it's so like like we're saying um it's so great that people are taking the chance they're seeing an opportunity like this um and you you guys are taking a chance on us as well we're a startup podcast this is a new thing for us and it's a new venture so we appreciate you coming on as well and what would you say to other people? I asked our guest last week this, um, Lucas, and he did the same as you guys. Um, he he went on the socials, he used the hashtag Another Side Music, and he came on last week. What would you say to other people who are kind of arming and ahhing and a little bit unsure about putting their music out there and being featured on the podcast? What would your advice be for them?
1: I mean, I would say to just do it because the music industry is it's just all love really and it's you can't go wrong with just sharing your art and i think that stands for not just music but everything um you can only grow and get better um so just go for it just do it you will lose nothing from, from sharing you know your heart and putting it out there and that's what i would say
3: nice yeah
1: i would agree with that as well just um, what you were saying earlier sandy like you know from from putting this this video on youtube like before that i had no kind of following, nothing like that. You know, like I said, in a day it's got like fifty thousand views and moving on from that, I think the this one video is now at just over a quarter of a million views. Wow. And it's like if I'd never had like if I'd never wanted to like put that out there in the first place, then none of this would have happened. And you know, I've had great time playing with James and Yan and the band mm. um and doing the things that we've done. So yeah, like you say, it's just kind of put yourself out there and and you know, you never know really who's watching or or, uh, or what's going to happen. So Amazing, you know, guys. Might as well do
3: it. And it's always one of those things of like best case, worst case scenario. Worst case scenario on that, you get zero views. Best case scenario, quarter of a million views. I mean, insane. <laughs> you've met these friends and colleagues, bandmates, musical yep. collaborators. It's just incredible, the power of believing in something that you've got and something you've created and believing in what you possess as a musician, as a person, et cetera, et cetera. We, we talked about this a lot with Norell, our guest last week, and that self-belief, and especially in the earlier stages, um, the earlier stages, you have to have that self-belief in the room and just for people to know that they really, they really believe what they're putting out there, rather than if someone didn't think that, it's not going to work, is it? It would be on to the next, whereas the fact that you guys clearly love and believe what you do, that is key. Um, And that is what we'll see you through through all of this. Um, Something that jumps out to me is you guys have got to get on a support tour. If you think about when a big band Mm. comes over, um, especially from the States, uh, within this kind of realm, you guys would be perfect as a support slot. Half an hour set, all energy, 30 minutes of pure energy to make their fans that have come in early say, that support band put on a show. And if you do that, You know, we're obviously in the streaming world, the digital world right now, people will stream your music, people get to know you, it builds and builds and builds, isn't it? Even as you're playing, people will be on Instagram following your account, all these things. It's the world we live in, isn't it? This is where we're at. So, I mean, CJ, what what would your advice be for for finding support slots and things like that? It's not really my world in that sense. I don't really know how how bands would go about that.
4: You know, I I don't know either, to be honest with you, but... I would say book your own tour. I would say I would say you, you guys seem to be young enough to where you have time. I don't want I don't want to say you don't have any responsibility but the responsibility you do have um, isn't as much as a guy like me. I'm you know I've crossed over into my 40s, I have children, I am married you know I have a pretty significant uh, overhead. You know what I mean? But if you get a group of guys together that are willing to sacrifice their time for a, you know, a greater cause, like as far as, uh, as far as a band setting. And I mean, that's how dudes used to do it. They get in a van, you know, attach their gear in a trailer in the back of the van and play venues, you know, like even call around and book your own venues, or you can create your own thing, like book the venues yourself. Like, Airbnb spaces, they have a thing out here called peer spaces, um, where they, uh, they just have like open venues that they use maybe for, uh, a, a, like, um, a, a art, like an art show or some type of a fashion show or something like that's just a big open space. You know, you go in, you set up your gear, you set up some speakers, you do a show, you sell your merch you know, and, and try as much as you can to document everything. And that's where, it, like you said, Sandy, we're in the information age. We're in the, the age of instance. Mm-hmm. So like somebody there with a cell phone, you know, is is recording you and they post it and somebody sees it. You never know. You know, mm-hmm. you never know who might see it. You never never know who it might come across. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, you know, don't get discouraged either. You know, it could be two people in the crowd. and Then it could be 200 people in the crowd. You know, and then from there it just, you know, it, it snowballs and you create your own buzz and you create your own following and you won't need a support act. You know, mm-hmm. to be a support act, you won't need you won't need to be able to have to do that. You already created your own thing. Um or you can try and figure out how to become a support act with someone and, and go that route as well. But either way, you're gonna have to sacrifice that time, sacrifice that effort, go through these. You know, ups and downs of being an actual band like I've been a part of a a couple of bands and it's hard you know it's, it's very hard being in a band it's like so many different egos four different four or five different opinions you know you know of how you feel like it should go or you think it it should go this way and you don't exactly know and you know some people don't know much about the industry but are trying to call the shots you know if, if if you guys stick together and you guys stay humble and, you know, keep the common goal, whatever the common goal is, mm. like, just stick to that. You know what I mean? Just stick to that common goal and share the same vision. You know, if 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 you're like, you know, I like playing drums in this band, but I don't think I want to do this long term, you know, be honest, you know, be honest with each other. Keep everything in the forefront. Um, I feel like that. If you keep those key things together, everything will work out and fall into place. Mm. You know, you already got the content. The content's there. You know, it's just about, you know, everything around and surrounding that. I feel like, you know, you guys are on the right track anyway. You know, you're early. It's, It's early in your ages. You know what I mean? You're not getting started super late, which is a huge advantage, you know.
3: Yeah, and you guys are investing in yourselves, these early stages, these formative stages, Um, you're investing in yourselves right now. So all those travel, all those travel things, going up and down the country, maybe going abroad, whatever it may be, you're investing in your future artistry. And you guys are a three piece. Is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's only three of us, so okay. not, not many people to coordinate. Which is great as well. You get
3: in one car if you can. If you can jam in a big enough car, get in one car, yeah. self-sufficient. Um, it's really good. It's really great that you can do it. Small spaces. You can you can get places yeah. and you can get all your equipment there. And something that's really important um, is that in the future. You guys are gonna get annoyed with each other, and you guys are gonna have those moments, and you gonna guys are gonna have those arguments. You're gonna have the best times, you're gonna have the most amazing times. There's also gonna be those hard times. It's it, it's just throughout time, it just happens, isn't it? You spend too much time with anyone, it's gonna happen. Um, and with band mates, it's just one of those things, isn't it? Where like there's gonna be times you're really super tired. You've got I had done a flight at three a.m., four a.m. that morning getting into a new place, straight into soundcheck, straight away. Someone just makes one comment. It's like, what do you mean by that? And it's just one of those moments where like, it's going to happen again and again and again. What you guys need to keep remembering is these early stages and this this camaraderie, this brotherhood that you form early on with your other bandmates. That's what matters. It doesn't matter what's in that moment when you snap and you shout at each other and you have those moments. That's going to happen. That's an inevitability. We're all human beings. But what's important why did you get into this why are you doing this you guys remembering that this is what it's about and not letting those little bits get in the way because they will when you tour it's gonna happen um but it's great it's just it's really refreshing to see what you guys are doing looking forward to hearing more just finally can we just hear what you guys will be up to next what have you got coming out most importantly where can we hear your music
1: yeah. So, um, well, we're already on um, Spotify, Bandcamp, um, YouTube, um, all those kinds of things. Um, so just search nothing at all. Uh, you'll find us uh, on there. We've got um single coming out on the 10th of September um, and then our EP is coming out on the 1st of October. Um, so that'll be out on all streaming services. And we've got um, tapes being made as well uh, in the UK, EU and US as well
3: amazing um guys nothing at all band thank you so much jack flower james jackman it's been a pleasure to have you on the asp we're looking forward to seeing where this journey takes you um again one more time thank you for taking a chance on us it's great to have you on in this early stage thank Thank you for having us thank you very much for thank you pleasure take care guys have a good night you too night bye yeah bye wow man CJ. Super young. Young talent, man. Three piece.
4: Oh man.
3: Is, is it that small part of you? There's, there's always gonna be that part of me uh, that's like, uh, I would love to do that. Is that I thing know, of like, I, I see know. myself like I see myself in that stage, and I remember going like rocking up to these random places in Europe. Just some random venue. And you're just like, what is this? Like, what's gonna happen? And you get some like very weird lunch provided by the by the venue and then you do this really small capacity venue but by the time the evening comes it fills in with people and it is just the most incredible vibe and talking to those guys and hearing their music i remember those times i remember those shows and how all that feels and it's so special isn't it man like being a young musician and getting to do those things it's it's so cool
4: yeah yeah yeah, I, I applaud them. I applaud anybody that's willing to take a shot on themselves, really. You know, band band settings are hard, but um, it can be done. Mm. It can be done. And it's, it's evident. You know, stay focused and grind. Mm-hmm. You know, stay focused and grind. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for those of you that are listening and you want to take your shot, please, please hit us up. Um, on all socials at another side pod and hashtag your music with another side music get your submissions in and uh um, we'll you'll get that call so we can send you a release form to play your music on this podcast mm-hmm. and we're off and running whatever we can do to help catapult you to where you're trying to go that's what we want to do that's what we want to do
3: too right absolutely and again we keep on talking about people shooting their shots and These people are doing it. So it's been a pleasure to have them on. It'd be great to have more and more submissions along the way. So, yeah, nice one, guys. It's great for everyone who's submitted so far. Keep them coming. It's always good to listen to the new stuff that you're all bringing out. So thank you.
4: Absolutely. Hey, man. Two in the bag, bro. Two in the (laughs) bag. This is it. We got to get past two to get to 100 episodes. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Um, From myself and CJ, this is another side pod. Peace.
4: We've been in the cover decades Through a century of your best days From the 70s to the 80s to the 90s Over the way to the next millennium for your fine From blues, funk to hip-hop That make you want to pop, lock it. Jazz, gospel and pop There's nothing now, we can't rock the reggae, the dubstep, r and vegan love. next. House and EDM got you up to 3 a.m. This
2: thing is getting biblical from the analog to the digital. From the underground to the mainstream, the world will hear the same thing. It's classical, magical, something that we have to do. But travel through the speed of sound and give the masses proof. The music is the language of the soul. And everything is music, even if you don't claim the know.
4: This is a healthy way to lose control of something that you never had.